From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone, we present Let the Bible Speak. It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister, the Reverend Peter McIntyre is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Hello there, good afternoon. Please stay tuned for the next 15 minutes. We'll be looking at the subject of confessing sin today and we'll be reading from Luke chapter 15. First here's Paul Urban singing a wonderful gospel piece, There Is. There was no hope for sinners wicked world below No lamb upon the altar Could wash as white as snow There was no human worthy To lay aside a crown From the holy heights of heaven God sent Jesus down for sin There is amazing grace There is a change that comes within Each time a sinner prays There is a cross that's bloodstained But the story does not end For there is a tomb that's empty the only one there is I still don't understand it I still can't comprehend The love the cross demanded has paid for all my sin I don't claim to have answers For the problems here below When it comes to God and sinners I'll tell you what I know Now there is a sacrifice for sin There is amazing grace There is a change that comes within Each time a sinner prays There is a cross that's bloodstained But the story does not end For there is a tomb that's empty
This afternoon we'll read the parable of the prodigal son. It is found in Luke's Gospel, chapter 15, verse 11. And he said unto them, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went, and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring in his hand, and shoes in his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. We know that God will bless the reading of his word to our hearts. I would like you to think about the words the prodigal son employed in the verse 21. I have sinned. This afternoon I would like to talk to you about confession of sin. Salvation is impossible without confessing your sinfulness to God. Here we have three words which capture this matter of salvation. I have sinned, yet words are cheap. Sadly, there are many people today and we have all met them. They are able to talk the talk, but they do not walk the walk. It is one thing to repeat these three words and say, I have sinned, but it is quite another to live them out. Many people are being hindered today because of people who can use this kind of evangelical language, but their lives tell a different story. This afternoon I want to talk to you about four people who use these words, I have sinned, but in only one case was their genuine confession. So let us think about confession in this light. Firstly, we'll think about convenient confession. And the man I want to talk to you about now is Pharaoh. In the book of Exodus chapter 9 verse 27, Pharaoh said, I have sinned. He was a violent despot who was eager to hold on to power. With evil intent, he suppressed the Hebrew people who dwelt in his kingdom. With a mixture of racial hatred and jealous fear, he forced this proud and numerous people to work on a number of building projects which were intended to adorn his great empire. He was challenged by the God of the Hebrews who gradually brought the powerful Egyptians into a state of ruin with a succession of terrible plagues. In Exodus 9, after the nation was struck with a fearful plague of boils and after the cattle in the fields and the crops not yet harvested were destroyed by enormous hailstones, Pharaoh cried out, I have sinned. Yet when the plague passed by and things returned to normal, he continued to persecute the Hebrew people. He confessed in a moment of crisis when it was convenient for him to do so. There have been people who were diagnosed with illness. They thought they were on their deathbed and they cried out for mercy. They said, I have sinned. But whenever the trouble passed and they did not die, they returned to their old lifestyle as if nothing had changed. There are others who have stood by the deathbed of a dear relative. They have followed their coffin to the open grave and at that moment they have shown a tenderness for the things of God. And yet when the days of bereavement pass by, they return to the old lifestyle. 
The confession has been convenient, but it has not been real. Has that been you? There have been seasons when you have said, I have sinned, and yet now you're living as if you have no regard for God or for eternity. That's convenient confession. Let us also consider counterfeit confession. The character I want to show you now is called Balaam. Numbers 22 verse 34, when he was challenged by God, and whenever God put his words into the mouth of his donkey and the donkey spoke to Balaam, Balaam said, I have sinned. And yet, when we examine Balaam's life, we discover that he was not genuine. His confession was counterfeit. It was false. He is one of the most confusing characters in the word of God. There are times when he shows the marks of a Christian. There are other times when he shows the marks of Satan's child. He was called to curse the children of Israel. God stopped him. The donkey spoke to him. Balaam said, I have sinned. And he did not curse the children of Israel, but he gave the king of Moab satanic advice. He told the king of Moab, according to Numbers 31 verse 16, to entice the children of Israel to commit immoral actions with the daughters of Moab. And in that way he would pollute Israel and destroy Israel. And that tells me that Balaam's confession was false. There was no genuine repentance. It lacked true meaning. Perhaps you have behaved like this. You have claimed Christianity, you have confessed your sin, but your life has not told the story. You have lied, you have defrauded. You have gone back to the drink. You break the Sabbath day. Your tongue has not been cleansed of the old curse words and blasphemies. When a man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And if you are not a changed person, then you have not really confessed. In the third place, we'll think about cursed confession. Now we come to the most solemn character of all. His name is Judas Iscariot. In Matthew 27 verse 4, he came and he said, I have sinned. As he realised that he had betrayed the Son of God, as he realised that the one whom he walked with over three years, the one who trusted him to be the treasurer of the group of disciples, when he realised that he, Judas, had betrayed Christ into the hands of his persecutor for thirty paltry pieces of silver, he cried out, I have sinned. And he took the money back. But the chief priest didn't want the money back. Oh, they wanted Judas's friendship whenever Judas was able to give them what they wanted, the Son of God. But after that day had passed, they wanted no more to do with Judas. Judas was left in that lonely place, but tragically, there was no return from this place, for he had committed an act of grave apostasy. He had, by his treachery, crucified the Son of God, and so he went out and hung himself, and he died a terrible, sad death. Cursed confession. There is such a sin as blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. And it's possible to reach that place where you've heard the gospel, where God has spoken to you numerous times, and yet you come to a place where you know you're going to hell. You know you'll be lost forever, and you don't care. It doesn't worry you. It doesn't make you sorrow. You don't lose sleep over it. You know you're damned and doomed forever. You know you're lost. And it doesn't so much as cause a pang in your heart or a concern in your soul. And you may say in that day, I have sinned, and yet it won't be real because you've rejected God's salvation for the last time. The Bible says, my spirit shall not always strive with man. God's spirit stops speaking someday. Then you're lost forever. Whatever you do, don't you reach this place of cursed confession. You need to come to the Saviour now. Now we come to contrite confession. Our final character is more hopeful. He was the prodigal son. He had spurned a father's care and love. He requested his inheritance in advance and went into a far country. And there he wasted his money on a wicked lifestyle. Wine, woman and song. And then with the money all spent, 
He was left bankrupt and ruined, and he had to go and feed the pigs and eat their food. And while he was in that place of poverty and filth and destitution, he came to himself and he realised that my father will bring me back. And so he returned home, and the father was watching. The father was not ashamed to wrap his arms around the poor prodigal, the boy who had returned. And the boy said, I have sinned, but it was real, it was genuine. He didn't even want to be called a son, he wanted to become a servant, but of course the father would have none of that. But it shows us how genuine he was. He was just glad to be home again with one who truly loved him. And he was accepted. There was love. There was forgiveness. There were new clothes. There was a great celebration. Will you not arise and come home to God? The only one who can give you peace. Whatever you have done in your life, whatever your sins have been, whatever crimes you've committed against God and against man, there is forgiveness. And God will be not ashamed to own you and call you his son or call you his daughter. But you need to come with a genuine heart and say, I have sinned with a desire to embrace the new life from this day forward. Therefore, I call upon you to confess your sin and to turn to Jesus Christ and find happiness and rest in him alone. I thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak. Reverend Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak. Reverend Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church, at 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you. And don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak. <laughs>